Okay, are we all settled? This is a new story. Everybody knows that. I don't know, maybe some people don't know that. This story is called Knowing Jesus in a New Way. Known in the Absence. On the first day of knowing Jesus in a new way, the women went to the tomb. There were three Marys, among others. Mary Magdalene seemed to lead the way. And then there was Mary, the mother of James, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary Magdalene was not a mother. She was a good and strong friend. They carried spices with them to finish the burial and wondered how they would get inside. When they came to the tomb, the stone had already been rolled away, so they looked in. What they saw was nothing. Nothing but the linen cloth, cloth that had covered his body. They went back to tell the others, but most did not believe them. Peter, being Peter, jumped up and ran to the tomb. Some say John ran too and got there first. He waited for Peter and they went in together. They could feel his presence in the absence, but Jesus was gone, truly gone. Mary Magdalene came up and stood outside weeping. Peter and John went back, but Mary stayed. Woman, why are you weeping? Through her tears, she saw two men Jesus has gone on. Tell the disciples to meet him in Galilee. Woman, why are you weeping? Another voice asked. She turned and saw someone who must have been the gardener. Tell me where they have taken him. I will go and take him away. Mary. This time he said her name and she knew it was he. Mary must have stepped forward because Jesus said, no, you can't hold me. I have risen, but not yet ascended. Then he was gone. Mary went back to tell the others. Known in the breaking of bread. Two of Jesus' followers made their way slowly toward Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. They must have been shaking their heads in wonder as they walked and talked of what had happened. The cross, the empty tomb, what did it mean? A stranger, stranger joined them. They didn't really pay much attention until he asked, what are you talking about? Are you the only one in Jerusalem who has not heard what has taken place these last three days? What happened? The cross, the empty tomb, there has been so much. You are foolish and slow of heart. Listen. And he opened the scriptures to them. Do you remember how we were trapped in Egypt and Moses led us out through the water into freedom? Do you remember how we were trapped in our freedom in the desert and God gave Moses the Ten Commandments to guide us? Do you remember how we were trapped in exile and the prophets said a child would lead us and that someone would come to suffer and die so we might be really alive? 
By this time, they were in the village of Emmaus. The miles had passed quickly as the stranger talked. He was about to go on when the two asked him to stay, and he did. When they sat at supper in the inn, the stranger took a piece of bread. He gave thanks to God for it and broke it. Then he shared it with the two. That was when they knew who he was. But in that moment, he was gone. They sat at the table for a long time talking. Now they knew why their hearts had burned within as they walked with him on the road. They got up slowly and hurried back to Jerusalem to tell the rest that he had been made known to them in the breaking of bread. Known in doubt. One night, after the cross and the empty tomb, the disciples gathered on a dark night in Jerusalem in a room with the door shut. They were afraid that the soldiers would come and take them, like they had taken Jesus. Someone said, Peace be with you. They looked, and it was he. At first they thought it was a ghost, but then he talked with them. They saw his wounds. He ate a piece of fish and opened the scriptures as, as he had on the road to Emmaus. Finally, he said again, Peace be with you. Thomas had been away that night. When they told him the next day what had happened, he did not believe them. He had doubt in his bones. I won't believe until I can touch his wounds. And why wouldn't he have some doubt? Their minds were stretching, stretching to be big enough to know Jesus in this new way. Eight days passed. The disciples again gathered in the room with the door shut. This time, Thomas was there. A voice said, peace be with you. It was he, and this time he went right up to Thomas and held out his hand. Touch me. All Thomas could do was fall on his knees. My Lord and my God. Jesus looked at him a long time. Do you believe because you have seen? He then slowly looked around the whole circle and said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Known in the morning. The disciples went north to Galilee, as Jesus told them. It was a long journey, about 80 miles, and took four days to walk. Many of them were fishermen, so they went to the Sea of Galilee to rest. This was a place they knew as boys. They had fished there with their fathers. Suddenly, Peter stood up and said, I'm going fishing. The rest went with him to prepare the boat. Soon they pushed out into the lake and the sail filled with wind. They fished all night, but they caught nothing. Still, the sounds and smells of the lake comforted them. They were home. In the morning, the sky turned pink and then blue. They could make out the shore and someone standing by a fire. They could see the smoke and red glow from the charcoal burning. Have you caught anything? They said no. Throw your nets in on the other side. What could they lose? They pulled in the empty nets and threw them out on the other side. They could feel the fish moving as they held the ropes. John was not paying attention to the fish. He leaned forward and watched the man moving on the shore. He said to Peter, it's the Lord. Peter stood up, jumped into the water. He swam. He felt the sand under his feet and waded ashore. The others turned the boat toward land. The nets were so full they could not pull them in, so they dragged them behind the boat. As they walked toward the fire, the stranger called out, Bring some fish. 
When they gathered around the fire, the stranger was no stranger. They all knew it was Jesus, but they were afraid to say anything. Have some breakfast. There were fish cooking on the fire. He gave them fish and bread. They talked as they ate. The fish and bread also tasted of home. Then Jesus said to Peter, Do you love me? Yes, of course. Feed my lambs. Do you love me? Yes. Tend my sheep. Do you love me? You already know I do. Feed my sheep. He then began to talk to Peter about growing old and how you need help in old age. Sometimes people tell you what to do, even if you don't want them to. Years later, they wondered if Jesus had been preparing Peter for his death in Rome as an old man. Jesus said, follow me. Peter got up, and the two of them walked off along the shoreline. Peter looked back and saw John following them. What about this man? Will he die like the rest of us? It's not for you to know such things. Peter fell silent, and Jesus was gone. Known in making him known. The disciples gathered in Galilee. They gathered together and went to the mountain to meet Jesus. He was already there. It was good to see him, even in this new way. But what were they supposed to do now? Listen, he was talking again. What was that? All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What was he talking about? Then he said something that they could understand but did not want to hear. Go everywhere. Tell my story, even this part, to everyone. Show them how to be good disciples. Tell them the story so they can become part of it. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This was too far to travel, too much to do. Then, in their dismay, they heard him say, I am with you always to the end of the age. Then he was gone. What did he mean? As they walked back south to Jerusalem, they knew they had been followers. Now they were to be leaders. They had been sheep. Now they were to be shepherds. They had come home for the last time. Now they were to make a home for others. Known in waiting. The disciples returned to Jerusalem. They gathered again in their room, and Jesus was there. They were more comfortable now with the new way of knowing him, so they asked many questions. Most of them were foolish. Lord, will you restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus cut short such talk. It's not for you to know the time or seasons. He then led them out of the room and through the streets. They went beyond the walls of Jerusalem to a hillside, perhaps near Bethany. Jesus stopped, and they gathered around him. He lifted up his hands, looking at each one, then blessed them. He then withdrew, and a cloud took him out of sight. The disciples stood looking into the sky until someone said, Why are you looking up into the sky? There were two men standing there. The disciples felt silly. What were they doing looking up into the sky for what they could no longer see? The strangers then answered their own question. This was Jesus. He is gone now as you have known him. It seemed like a great weight was lifted from their shoulders. The disciples turned and walked back toward Jerusalem. Now they had to wait. 
What was this Holy Spirit he said was coming? How would they know it when it arrived? They waited and waited. While they waited, they found someone to replace Judas. God helped them choose Matthias, so now they were the twelve once more. But they still had to keep waiting. How long would it take for the Holy Spirit to come? Now I wonder which part of the story you liked the best. 